Man, fun show today. We caught up with Erica, who found herself a bridesmaid in her ex-boyfriend's wedding. And then we got a call from a girl who was in the same position. I still can't believe that whole scenario. Dude, I got texts while this was on the air. People were saying, I was in my ex's wedding. No That's chance. insanity. No chance. Uh, we also heard more people who are applying for Woods' position here on the show. We played a round of Drunk Dial. It's just a fun show, fun Monday show. And uh, you'll get to hear it all right now on the podcast. Kelly Jordan. Being in your ex-boyfriend's wedding. What a wild scenario. But that's what Erica found herself in when we talked to her on Friday because we wanted to talk to her on Monday. Well, we got her back on the phone with us right now. Erica, how are you? Hi, guys. I survived. <laughs> that's the best response you could have. That's, uh, hey, that's step one. So, did, did every, so you were in the wedding. Everything went off like it should. Yes, uh, you know, the bride showed up to the wedding, everything was good, <laughs> they get married, they're on their honeymoon right now, lots of pictures, but I also had lots of drinks. Oh <laughs> no! We said don't do that! You clearly did not follow our advice. You guys don't know how it felt though, like as soon as I walked in and saw them together, like, oh, and that, you don't even want to know what happened. Should I tell you? Yes. You <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah, okay. we we do want to okay. know exactly what happened. I, I'm just a little embarrassed, but thank God my husband was there to kind of control everything. <laughs> okay, so you had All too right. much. You had too much to drink. Were you? How were you acting? What was going on? Well, you know, I was trying to be like super friendly to both of them because it's their wedding, and I wanted to congratulate them and you know give them all the best blessings. However, what I wasn't expecting is that when they did their song and when they you know did their wedding song, it was a song that. Him and I had. It was yeah. We had talked about that song. If one day we were to get married, and I was not not expecting that. Oh, that's that's almost too much for one human being to handle, right there. I would have drank a yeah. lot if I heard that yeah. too. I get I get your point now. Okay, so that I, that's I started to cry. I mean, what do you want from me? I I I got very very sad, and my eyes, I, the water in my, like, I could not stop crying. And everybody, of course, they thought, like, oh, she's so happy for the bride. And they're like, oh, I know, this is so emotional. But they had no idea. And it was awkward because I know he knew. Oh, he, he knew you were crying? Me, like, we had this exchange of, like, we looked at each other. Like, how, I was like, how could you? And he was like, I'm sorry. It was all with, like, the eyes, of course. Oh, but, Lord have mercy. This I is was, awkward. I was going to ask, how was that exchange with him being at the wedding day of and all of that? Oh my goodness! Uh, I didn't, you know. I tried very hard not to like give him too much of like my touch because I just it yeah. would have been even more awkward. <laughs> so I, you know, I shook his hand a lot and I did give him a hug and I, I kind of held on for too long. But well, but um, like I said, my husband was there and he, he definitely was my savior. He helped me get out of the situation and he's not mad at me. That's good. So, but um. So, so your yeah. husband, your husband saw all this going on. Like he knew that things were just going awry, and they were going awry fast. Yeah, exactly. And you know, he 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 got in there. He was like, "Babe, you know, drink some water. Uh, you got to calm down." <laughs> <laughs> At least you weren't the maid of honor and had to do a speech. Oh about gosh, that would have been even worse. Hey, I give your. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think I could have done it. No. <laughs> I don't. Nope. I give your husband credit because I would have been so sensitive and jealous. I would. I don't know what. I probably would end up drinking too much too, and it would just been a hot mess with the both of us. Yeah, I probably would have challenged him to a fight or something. (laughs) He was good. He didn't drink. He was sober, and I think that's what actually helped not make this a worse scenario because he he kept me together. I'm telling you, like if it wasn't for my husband, 
something else might have happened. I don't know because I was <laughs> drinking and, and I, I sometimes just like I can't control my tongue and I say too much of what I'm feeling and it would have been very bad and I, I would have woken up today feeling all kinds of guilty and repentful and thank God for my husband. <laughs> now, do you think after the wedding you could hang out with them as like couples or do you think like <laughs> post-wedding, this is it, like you might text her but that's about it? I think I need to let some time go by and I need to just you know, separate myself from the situation for now, just you know, yeah. a year, yeah. let them spend their first year of marriage together. And then, you know, I, I'm healed from it, but seeing them getting married, it's just it's an emotional roller coaster. Like I mean, for anybody, I think. I don't feel like I'm any different from any other girl who would have to be in this kind of situation. Like, I mean, what do you expect from me? That was my boyfriend. Yeah. We were together I- three years. I can honestly say, of all my exes, I don't care 1% about any single one of them, but if I had to stand up there while they were getting married and then watch them dance with somebody else to a song that we... Yeah, you were no. you, you were asked no. to do way too much on this. No chance. Yeah, especially when I didn't know it was coming. Yeah. Like, it just like hit me. Like I was like unprepared, not like... I'm standing there, everybody's looking because I'm part of, the, you know, part of the wedding. Yeah. And, oh... So some of the pictures are good. Some of them you can totally tell. Like my eyes are just like I've, I've been through it. <laughs> At least it looks like you're emotional for the wedding, not right. for other reasons. No one will exactly. ever know. Yeah, but you guys know the truth. <laughs> oh, well, and your husband, anyone. and your friend, and your ex-boyfriend. But other than that, no one knows. Oh, and everybody listening. But other than that, nobody. Oh, yeah. Your secret's safe <laughs> <Nobody>. with us. <laughs> <laughs> oh well oh. hey we appreciate you letting us be a part of this i don't know anybody else that would be asked to be a part of their ex-boyfriend's wedding but you handled it i think as best as anybody could yes i did and i'm proud of myself <laughs> <laughs> erica thank you again so much for being a part of the show you have yourself a great rest of the week okay oh you guys too thank you so much for listening to me Kelly Jordan. Can you imagine being in your ex's wedding? So we had Erica on the phone earlier who was doing just that. She was in her ex-boyfriend's wedding. And then this person was texting in. Now, they don't want to use their name on the air, but she said she was in her ex-boyfriend's wedding also. So how did that happen? So my ex and I, we dated in high school and broke up in high school. Um, And then a few years later, I got to know his then ex-girlfriend really well through work and we became the best of friends um they ended up getting back together ended up getting married and she wanted me to be a part of their wedding so i was a part of my ex-boyfriend's wedding holy smokes now how long did you and him date um about a year and a half okay so it was a serious relationship yeah okay and how did he feel about you being in his wedding um i guess I'm not 100% sure. Like, it was never really talked about. Um, We're, I mean, we're fine. I still am really good friends with his wife. um, And we do things together. Like, we have girls in at their house and have supper, and he's there. And, I mean, there's a little weirdness to it, but overall, it's it's not that bad, I guess. How long have they been married? Um, they got married COVID year, so 2020, so three years. Okay. So how, now how long after you guys broke up, did they get married? Oh gosh. Um, they got married like eight years after we broke oh, okay. up. Okay. So there was a nice buffer so zone. It was a while. Yeah. Nice buffer zone oh, in there. Oh yeah, for sure. So how did it, yeah. did, did she know that that was your ex when they started dating? Um, 
when they started dating, I don't know if she knew um, because we weren't friends at that time. Okay, okay. But part of the reason why we became such good friends when we worked together is because at that point, when they were broken up, she had then, you know, realized that I was his ex, and we actually really connected over the fact that um, we had both broken up with him. <laughs> <laughs> and we talked a lot and got to be really close, kind of because of him, um, which is really odd in a way, but yeah. it's kind of the reason our friendship started. <laughs> are, are you married? Yeah, I am married. I have been married for six years. So does does so you and your husband go hang out with your friend and your ex boyfriend? Um, sometimes, yeah. Usually, it's just like we have a girls' night, and sometimes it's at her house and okay. she's there. Um, sometimes we go out to the bar, and you know they're there, but our husbands don't really talk. Um, it's just kind of a you know the girls get together, and if the guys join, then they're there. But usually, there's other people there that our husbands talk to, they don't really communicate together, but they're fine with each other. Okay. That's pretty good. How did it feel being in her wedding when she was marrying your ex-boyfriend? How did that feel? <laughs> um, you know, honestly, we became such good friends. So in my mind, I was just being a part of my good friend's wedding. Okay. Um, it really didn't seem too strange to me, but, you know, we, our group of girlfriends, we usually get together and have a weekend away once a year. And now they're starting to talk about, oh, we should do a couples week. And I'm like, yeah, I don't really need to go spend the whole weekend with my ex-boyfriend, but... We're not there you know, yet. Two hours on a... Right. Two hours on a weeknight at someone's house, that's okay. <laughs> wow. Well, very mature of you, I will say that. <laughs> well, thank you. I don't think I yeah, could do it's it. it's definitely a unique situation. <laughs> it really is. That's awesome. Thank you so much for calling in this morning. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. This makes so much sense. Okay. A study was recently published in the Journal of Neurology. No, Neuroradiology. Whatever. So uh, I, I want to make sure you pick up the right magazine if you're going to get it. We're off to a hot start. Yeah, Neuroradiology that found that wearing a necktie can lead to the reduction in blood flow of your brain up to 8%. Which is a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. So they say that if you're a man who has to wear a necktie to work and you're experiencing nausea after lunch, it can be caused by your necktie. If you're experiencing headaches throughout the day, it could be caused by your necktie. If you're experiencing fatigue and you don't normally experience fatigue, it's definitely probably caused by your necktie restricting blood flow to your brain at 8%. I, see, this is why I don't wear. I didn't go to a job where I had to wear a suit and tie. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's I'm exactly because sure. they they were just clamoring at your door trying to get you to come in and work yeah. work a high power job. Well, everyone was like, "You could be the CEO. How do you look in a suit and tie?" Right. And then I wore it, and they're like, "Yeah, you're out." Go talk to Bob Layton here. Maybe we got an opening for CEO. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I'll see what he thinks. We just hired someone for COO, so I don't know. Either way, it's pretty interesting because the only time I really wear a tie is when I like DJ weddings and stuff. Yeah, and and I do notice like sometimes I can feel like. Especially if like, you know, it's like too like the collar's too tight or whatever. I can yeah. feel like my head start to hurt. I was gonna say, do you do the top button on your collars of your shirts? I do, yeah, because I think it looks sloppy when you don't do that. Sometimes that's because uh, my neck. I got a little thick neck. Yeah, and so sometimes I'll just keep it loose, then tighten the tie a little bit. I can get what you're saying. Thick neck, fat head. Yeah, no. nothing in the head though. No, that's the downside. But I find that interesting that that can be causing all those problems.
That's actually kind of insane. Right. 8%. Eight, that's a lot, dude, if you think about it. Either way, man, you maybe didn't find this one interesting, or maybe this will save your life at some point. You'll be sitting there with a headache at work and be like, hold on, let me loosen this up a little bit, and boom, you're back to breathing just fine. If you don't have a necktie, you might have other problems. Though. Right. Either way, I found it interesting. If you didn't, not much I can do about it, but I can tell you this. I will have another one for you tomorrow and the day after that and the day after that because this is what I do. I bring things to the show that maybe only I find interesting, and I know that sometimes... <laughs> maybe it's just me. Small Town Salute. I want to say good morning to everybody listening in Fairfax, Minnesota, population 1,200. And the city wants to remind you to put out your recycling bin today, even if you don't have any recycling to be done, because they are replacing the old bins with new ones. Mayor Josh Bunker is giving his city a bit of a facelift, and that's why Fairfax, Minnesota, you get today small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly Jordan. It's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news. I got great news for you. So in Vermont, they kind of have the same things going on we do, where people are headed out onto the ice when it wasn't really quite safe. Well, this is an amazing story of a state trooper named Michelle Archer because she got a call about two kids that had fallen through the ice on a private pond on private property. The kids were out there playing, and the homeowner is 80 years old. So she was able to pull one of the children to safety who was closer to shore, but she could not get to the other child who had been who had fallen through the ice who was only six years old. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna play here. I'm gonna play you a couple pieces of audio. So this is this is uh, the state trooper Michelle co- coming up on the scene. Like you can hear her breathing as she's walking into the water. Imagine how cold that is. Oh, you just hear it in her yeah. breath. And she goes under. She dives in. Now, she was ha- she had a rope and a flotation device on her and was able to get to the child who had been in the water now for five minutes. Th- this story, like, it almost makes me choke up because I can just imagine the absolute terror that was going through that homeowner's, uh, homeowner's mind. Well, did, what's that? Did they say how deep that water was? And they didn't say in the report, but the child was floating out there in the water and was unable to get out and was unconscious. But when Michelle got the child to the shore... She was making noise. Keith, she's making noises. Oh, that poor baby. Oh, my God. She's making noise. Wow. Can you grab, grab an arm? So she's just absolutely frozen. But the good news was she was making noise. So they were able to, they were able to get her, war- get some blankets around her, right. get her in an ambulance, and get her to the hospital. And she is doing fine today. She didn't get any frostbite. She didn't, amazingly, nothing severe happen. Oh. She's doing fine. She's actually returned home after a few days in the hospital. That's insane. That dude, I worry about you falling through the ice cuz it'll be like <laughs> it'll be like ho- the day after Halloween you're like, "Dude, I'm going ice fishing." Here's the th- like I love I- I'll go fishing every single day. Like if I, you, you ask me and you'll go, "Hey, you want to go fishing?" Today? You told me you're going today after work. Yeah, I am. 100%. But God. the thing about it is that I will never step foot. There's people that will go out there on two inches of ice. Oh, man. I don't trust my, myself to go out there. I, yeah. It has to be. Like this cold front we had, Yeah, we should have good ice almost everywhere. <sighs> except some of the big lakes. But st- even then. Right. 
Oh like, my gosh! Be smart about it. My grandpa used to. My grandpa took me ice fishing a couple of times. I think I made it so miserable on him that he never took me again. Like he was just <laughs> like he was like, if you're gonna sit there and be scared the whole time, you can just stay home. It just it, the ice scares me. It just does. It, I was born and raised in Minnesota too, and the ice just scares the hell out of me. They say no matter how many how cold it's been, ice is still ice. Right. You're, you can't. There's never a safe time. But how about this state trooper Michelle Archer just jumping in that cold water to save that girl? Man, just unbelievable, amazing story. And and the fact that the girl survived and is doing okay. Unbelievable. <sighs> Unbelievable. Big sigh of relief on that one. But we do these stories every day because we like to shine a light on the positive things that are going on in the world. And especially when a state trooper does something this amazing, we have to talk about it in Happy Hour thanks to Audio Video Extreme. Kelly Jordan. When you're looking for a job in radio, you send a radio station something called an air check. An air check is essentially an audition tape. And that's what we've been collecting because we have an open position here at the radio station on this morning show. And we need to get it filled. Yeah. Because I can't do this alone forever, Brian Riley. Yeah, and, and you still can't drag me out of bed yet. I know, and you've been nice enough to. I really do appreciate you coming in in the mornings. It's really helped out a ton. So I, I have fun coming in. I just got to wake up. I don't know <laughs> how you do it without coffee all the time. Well, in this weather, I'm surprised. Well, here's the thing, dude. I wake up instantly, go start my car in the morning. So within four minutes of waking up, I'm in the bitter cold, and that just gets me going. I guess, it's but good like for in your the summertime soul. when it's nice and cool. It's, and- ah, yeah, I don't know. I, I but dude, in the summertime, I'm home so early. I'm out on the boat. I'm I'm very lucky i can go out on my boat seven days a week yeah, you know my piece of junk boat which i don't even have anymore but anyway we have some audition tapes here right now that we've been playing back and i did this last week we got a huge response to it so we're going to do it again right now now i've pulled three we have two females actually which is Ooh. good because last time it was all dudes uh so we'll start with the guy who sent in his audition tape okay here here is his tell me what you think about this one Floyd. Brain damage, eclipse, banned in 5 o'clock funnies before that. And right now, horse traffic. Here's lineup. 94. You know what I don't get, Brian Riley? What? If I was applying for a job, the last thing I would do is send in a tape of me going, all right, now here's traffic. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a skill, introducing your traffic. I shouldn't be dogging these people. It's not really cool to be dogging them. got better. What's that? You might have gotten better. Let's see. For westbound, I'm Lana the... I actually like that traffic girl. She sounds way better. Here you go. It's home of Classic Rock Chicago and uh, Make Me Smile. November 2nd at Riverside Theater. They will be there. And oh, my the gosh. that are on sale right now. You can get huh? more info I take back everything website. I said. You got Legends of Rock coming up in no less than 40 minutes. And then tonight at 8 nights with Alice Cooper. Oh, my gosh, dude. Cooper. You got This Day in Rock tonight, and it's all about LSD. I, if you're applying for a job, why are you sending me a tape of you like teasing things that are coming up in 45 it's minutes? Because he wants you to get excited about the next thing he's going to talk about. I don't have 45 minutes. Uh, you know, maybe a half hour? Holy cow. And I'm not putting names or radio stations out there because I don't want these people getting dogged. But uh, I think we can agree that maybe. Yeah. We'll move on to the yeah, next I one. I wasn't a big fan of that one. All right. Let's see. Let's listen to this one right here. Now, this is a female. Let's hear this one. Okay. Bam! Box office tickets up for grabs every weekday at 4 o'clock. And all that stands between you and a pair of free concert tickets like is the touch tones. You're going to hear them again oh, before yeah, 5 does. o'clock when you... She's got good board work, too. You can tell. Yeah, you do does. be the seventh caller at 6... Today in the box office, win them before you can buy them tickets. WAF presenting Hailstorm at the Palladium on Thursday, April 29th. Tickets don't go on sale until tomorrow okay. at 10 a.m. Huh? I said that's okay. You can uh, you keep out the whoops. to go see Hailstorm at the Palladium in the box office. The box office. Man, I like her. If you haven't seen them live yet. You totally got to check them out. She she's, sounds like somebody I know. She's very rocky. 
Rockish. I feel like if she came in here, she would take charge of you. Hannah, probably. <laughs> but that's fine. I'm used to it. That's the way it used to be. And I like it that that's way. Fine. <laughs> I don't want to be in charge. I just want to sit over here and push buttons. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And crack wise. That's all I want to do. All right. Let's hear more of her. Hannah said she's so-so. From Hailstorm. Has got- but she sounds like she's got a hard edge to her, doesn't she? Yeah. Oh, she's, yeah. She's definitely got some stories. Like a she shot hell- a couple of beers before an event just yeah. to make sure she's ready to roll. I'm cool with that, too, though. <laughs> it's about time. All right. Of a voice coming out of that little body. And uh, the drum solo in the middle. Very, very interesting. Stealing a page out of the stomp book for sure. And a little something from the Muppets as well. That's Hailstorm. I get off. You can see him at the end of April at the Palladium. Tickets go on. All right. I do not mind her. I don't mind her at all. Of all the ones that we've listened to on the air, she's been my favorite so far. She's the top candidate so far? She's got a little gristle to her. You can tell. And you got one more to go? She looks, you know, I'll I'll tell everyone who she she looks, she reminds me of Lita Ford from like the 90s. Oh, yeah. I feel. Do do you know who Lita Ford is? Yes, I know exactly. Went to a party last Saturday night. Yeah, very tough. Yes. All right, we got another female here. Let's hear this one. He's 90s, and today, straight up 6 o'clock, Katrina Curtis, morning stretch. Ah, always feels good, doesn't it? All right, get that cup of coffee going. Uh, well, let's see, Mother Nature. Uh, yeah. Hmm, what you going to do to us today? We have a slight chance of rain. That was a part of the air right check. Now, that was a part of her. That was a part of her audition tape. All right, here's a tip for you. You're going to send someone an audition tape. Maybe take this part out. Let's see, Mother Nature. <laughs> hmm, what you going to do to us today? We have a slight chance of rain. How do you send right that now, and go? You know what? This sounds good. And today's high about 63. A 60% chance She's of very rain smooth. Tonight, uh, 60. Tomorrow, wet and windy. The soothing sounds. Yeah, high of tomorrow about about 68 and an 80% chance of rain. Let's oh, go. man. that I, I'm out on that one. Especially, send me something entertaining. I, I can get on the air and do the weather. I don't need to hear you do the weather. If I knew this is what was getting sent to you, maybe I would just say, yeah, I'll take the, I'll take the morning show. That's fine. Uh, let's see. Sherry testing in. She sounds like she could kick some A. The first one does. Uh, Lori saying, I like the first girl so far. Uh, Marlene saying, out of everyone you've played, I like her best. I do, too. She's Me, got too. Some, she got, she, maybe we'll give her a little call and get to know a little more about her. I'd like, she, you know she's got some rock and roll stuff. I have a feeling, though, you guys are going to get together and then you'll be scared. Probably. Afterwards, you, I, I don't know if I could do that. There's going to be a lot of pointing, a lot of yelling I'm, off I'm, the air. You know what the problem? I'm not an alpha. That's, no. I'm not an alpha male. That's no. the problem. I, and I, I don't think I can be at this point. I'm too old to become an alpha now. Yeah, well, and she's going to just tell you everything you need, and you're going to say, ah, okay, fine, sounds good, and run away. Let's see. Sarah says, number two, lady, not too bad. So a lot of people saying that they like that second one. I, I, didn't, I didn't mind her. All right. Well, it's good to know. I'll, I'll do this again in a few days. I'll grab three more, and uh, we'll keep listening to them, because it seems like you guys like doing that. Kelly Jordan. All right, we are playing Drunk Dial this morning. We got Jen sitting on the phone ready to play with us. Jen, how are you today? What's up? I'm doing well, thanks. And you? I'm doing fantastic. Jen, have you ever heard Drunk Dial played before? I sure have. Okay. Have you ever played Drunk Dial before? No, I have not. Okay. Well, I'll explain to everyone who doesn't know. So Drunk Dial is where I was out and asked drunk people some trivia questions. I'm going to give you those same questions, Jen, Okay. Now, you can either answer them yourself, or you can choose to drunk dial and guess whether the drunk person got it right or wrong, okay? Sounds good. All right, here we go. First question was this. Tell me this. What does the NBA stand for? What does the NBA stand for? Do you want to answer that one, or do you want to drunk dial and see if they got it right or wrong? Uh, National Basketball Association. That is correct, Jen. Very good. Let's see if our drunk dialer got it right. 
What does the NBA stand for? N- National Basketball Association. <laughs> That's actually correct. Oh my she was happy about that one. <laughs> All right, Jen. Here is the next question. Who is the Roman goddess of love? Who is the Roman goddess of love? Do you want to answer that one? Or you want to drunk dial and guess if the drunk person got it right or wrong? I'll uh, drunk dial it. All right. Do you think that the drunk person got it right or wrong? I think maybe she did get it right. You think she got it right? Let's yeah. see. Let's. See. You got to get best two out of three. So far, you got one. Let's see if you can win right here. Who is the Roman goddess of love? Cupid. Cupid. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. Cupid. Venus. Venus is the goddess of love. Cupid I, is not a goddess. Venus sounds like a spaceship. He's a weird angel Venus with a diaper on. I don't even know what the hell is. <laughs> Although, had I not had that answer in front of me, there's no way in hell I would have gotten that one either. I didn't know it either. I probably would have said Cupid, too. All right. <laughs> you got to get this last one, Jen. Are you ready? Yep. Here is the last question I asked. What animal poops in the shape of a cube? What animal poops in the shape of a cube? Do you want to answer it or do you want to drunk dial and guess if they get it right or wrong? I do want to drunk dial and I think she'll get it wrong. You want drunk dial and she think you'll get it wrong? This is for all the marbles, Jen. Are you ready? Yep. Here we go. What animal poops in the shape of a cube? Well, what animal square? <laughs> is it? I don't know. Is there square birds? I don't know. Is there square birds? You tell me. A square bird. A square bird. <laughs> You're close. Ostrich. The answer is wombat. The wombat. Poops. The wombat. <laughs> <laughs> She got that one definitely wrong. (laughs) Oh, man, I love this game so much. Well, Jen, you did it today. You got best two out of three. You won at Drunk Dial. Kelly Jordan. The bonus track is our very first break of the day. I tack it on the end of the podcast. Uh, We talked about why don't middle schoolers ever want to wear jackets. Uh, We also covered some history and birthdays like we always do. Corey was nice enough to join me to do the birthdays this morning. If you ever want to do that, text me at 320-656-9453. We can even set up a time that works for you that we can do it. But it's the first break of the day. We tack it on the end of the podcast. Kelly Jordan. A lot of you probably have the day off, so that means you're not hearing this anyway, but you know what? Get that sleep. I was, I was texting everybody. You know, there's a bunch of, uh, bunch of us in this building that do morning shows here. There's what? Four radio stations in here. And I was texting everybody last night. I was like, are you guys going in tomorrow? Because it was like, it was like three o'clock in the afternoon and I was thinking about having a beer, but I don't, it, it's so hard for me to have any sort of, adult beverages when I have to get up at 3 a.m. Like any more than I would say three and I can totally feel it the next day if I've had more than that. So it was like three o'clock in the afternoon, like football was on. So I'm texting every morning show in the building to see if anybody else was coming in. And when everybody else said they were, I was like, all right, I can't be the guy who doesn't come in. I got to I got to come in and be an adult and have a job and everything like that. It's funny. I brought up uh, earlier just a couple of minutes ago about middle schoolers not wanting to wear jackets. And so many people are texting in saying, yeah, I have the hardest time getting my middle schooler to wear a jacket. I don't know what it is. Like, I'll pick my son up from school. It's it's in the single digits. 
and he's wearing like a like a windbreaker. And I'm like, what in the hell? Like, aren't you guys freezing half to death out there? I saw a kid, and I felt bad for this kid on Friday. I was picking my son up from school, and this kid was running to the bus, and he had on shorts and a short sleeve shirt, and he trips. And takes a dive into the snow in shorts and a short sleeve shirt. I was like, you know what? That's what you get. That's what you get for doing that. I don't ever remember being so anti-warmth when I was in middle school. Like, I, I, my daughter, I told her, I was like, hey, if you're going to go wait on the bus stop, can you at least wear a, a beanie or a stocking cap, whatever you want to call it? C- could you at least do that for me so you don't, your ears, you don't get frostbite? I, I just, she's in high school. I'm like, when, when does it become okay to wear a jacket to school? And why is it so embarrassing to wear a jacket to school? Like, what is the, I don't get it. Because I picked my son up from school on Friday, and I bet you I did not see one heavy jacket. I certainly didn't see anybody wearing a hat or any sort of warm hat. There was no gloves to be seen. I, I don't know if it's because maybe they don't want to run to their locker between classes. I, I don't. I have no clue what the what the science is behind that, but I know it is an absolute fact. Because I even see memes on social media, people making fun of middle schoolers for not wearing jackets, and I don't get it. And of course, it's MLK Day today, so there's not a single middle schooler listening right now. So I may never get the answer to this question. But I am so happy that you are here today. Let's do a little history. How does that sound? It was on this day in 1929. I have a dream. My poor little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream. Of course, today is MLK Day, and he was born on this day in 1929. It was crazy. I was pulling that audio clip this morning, and I just listened to a lot of that speech. It just gave me goosebumps, man, just to think of like where America was at at the time and, and where we're at now. You know, it's just it's weird. And of course, we don't we don't get deep. We don't get into politics. We don't do anything like that. But it's crazy if you listen to that speech and think about where America was then and where we are now. But of course, that's why it's MLK Day today, because he was born on this day in 1979. It was on this day in 1974 that Happy Days premiered on television. Some station was running a Happy Days marathon over the weekend, so I, I watched, like, I, I don't know, I probably watched a dozen episodes off and on over the weekend. That was a really good show, and think about that. So that show was supposed to take place in the 50s. It debuted in 1974. If we were to do that show today, it would be a show about 2004. But do we even look back? Do we look, like, think how fondly people look back on those days in that time. We don't even do that anymore. Like, if I look back at 2004, it literally feels like just today. So it's it's just kind of crazy to think about. It's like they say if uh, in Back to the Future, because what is Marty go? Or Marty goes back what thirty years or something like that. Like if we were to make Back to the Future today, he'd be going back to the nineties. So it wouldn't even really be that big of a deal. It's crazy to think. It's crazy to get older. That's for sure. Uh, Jake texting in. How do I apply for Matt's job? Well, you got to send in an audition tape. That's what you got to do. So Jake from Cold Spring wants to take Matt Wood's position. You got to send us an audition tape. And you should know that if you send us an audition tape, it may get played on the air. Jesse texting in, someone needs to convince Brian Riley just to get up early and do the morning show. 
I will tell you this. When I was Brian Riley's age, I was doing a morning show, and I hated it. I, I hated getting up that early. Now I, lo- I, I honestly love my schedule. People are like, how do you wake up so early every day? It, well, I'm, I'm very lucky and I'm very spoiled that, yeah, I get up early, but I'm also home by noon every single day. I absolutely love my – I love getting up early. But Brian, I think Brian Riley's just too young right now to want to get up at 3 a.m. every day. And it does. And in his defense, Jesse, it does age you pretty bad. I, I look – I look terrible for my age, at least in my humble opinion. I look absolutely terrible for my age because I get maybe four and a half, five hours of sleep a night. And it's usually pretty interrupted sleep because my dog, for some reason now, is laying under the bed when he sleeps. And there's enough room under the bed for him to stand up. So about every 90 minutes, he stands up and shakes and wakes me up every night. It is an absolute nightmare. But let's get on. So, Jesse, I don't think Brian Riley wants to get up early. Jake, if you want to apply for the job, send us an audition tape, man. Uh, it, the, the position is wide open. Uh, all right, let's do some birthdays this morning. We got Corey on the phone with us right now. Corey, and if you want to do birthdays with me, I would love for you to help me out. Text me at 320-656-9453 um, because uh, I need help in the mornings. And this is how we do birthdays now with one of you on the phone. We can set up a time. We can even pre-record it at, at a time that's convenient for you. Um, we can do it after the show, whenever. 320-656-9453. I need all the help I can get. But Corey's going to help me this morning. Corey, what are you up to, man? Oh, I'm just working in the cold. That's all. Now, Corey, I know that you're up really early working because a lot of times you'll text me uh, in the morning before I even go on the air. So, what do you do? Um, I'm I go around cleaning uh, porta potties. Oh, really? Even in this weather, you're you're still doing it? Yep. Yes, I do. Now, I'm gonna not get gross or anything, but how in the world does that even work when it's seven below zero outside? Uh we got a special blend that we put in the. Uh, Units and that, and like, they they don't freeze or nothing. So, well, where are these things at that people are still going to the bathroom outside in these temperatures? Construction sites. Oh, okay. All I get, over. Okay. Whenever yeah. I go to like the local ice rink by my house, I always laugh because if I have to use the porta potty, it's just a solid block of ice in there. Yep. Well. Corey, I appreciate you being up early and getting out there and getting after it. Would you mind doing some birthdays with me this morning? Yeah, give it a shot. All right, let's see what you can do here. But I just feel like there hasn't been a lot of good birthdays yet. I only got two for you this morning, so this will be super quick so you can get back to work, okay? All right. All right. First off, celebrating a birthday this morning. The man who open mouth kissed my wife one time right in front of me. Pitbull, it's his birthday today. I'm guessing around 35. Ooh. You're too generous to Pitbull. Now, I actually think he's older than this because I've met him before, and he looks way older than this. But according to my records, Pitbull is the ripe old age of 43 today. Oh, boy. Yeah. But he in person, he looks, he looks way older than that when he takes his sunglasses off. Okay. You might know this one, though. Are you a fan of sports? Ah, not too much. (laughs) I'm the same way, brother. But we'll see. We'll see if we can figure this one out together. Also celebrating a birthday today. Debris. Deep downfield. This time it's caught. Touchdown. Debris Henderson to give the Saints the lead. Quarterback Drew Brees. Okay. Do you know how old Drew Brees is? He's a former quarterback. That might give you a little bit more more hint on that. I'll go at uh, 45. 45, that's your guess for Drew Brees? Yep. Corey, nice work, brother. 
You nailed that one right on the head this morning. <laughs> That's good. Perfect. For not knowing sports, you got that one right. Corey, I appreciate you so much being on the air with me this morning and helping me out with birthdays. I'm guessing you got to get back to work now. Are you able to stay busy this time of year, even though you work you know, outdoors with, with porta-potties? Like, there's enough to go around? Oh, yeah. I've been putting in, like this week, I've been putting in 12-plus hours. Wow, that's just shocking to me that there's that much work. In the summertime, it would make sense, but it's shocking to me in the wintertime. Yep. You get to stay that busy. Yep, we are. Well, Corey, I appreciate it, man, and thank you so much for giving me this time of yours this morning. Uh, try and stay warm. Enjoy the rest of your day, okay? Okay, thank you.